0: Episode 20 of Prince Kai Fan Pod. This is Becca.
1: This is Bethany.
0: And I'm Ashley. Yay, we did it. it. It's is episode 20. <laughs> yeah, we
1: did it. That's <laughs> a little sneak peek. This is like the <laughs> third time we've tried recording that intro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'd think after 20 episodes, at least one of us would know what we were doing. Like, Bethany, you've been here for all 20.
2: Like, I have. I you. haven't
1: missed any episodes.
0: You can't because you're the one that, like, knows how to hit the record
1: button. Why well, I do all the editing, too. So if I did miss the episode, I'd still have to, like, go back and edit it. So I might as well have been there anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, episode so, 20, big milestone.
0: Yes, double, double digits. I'm very excited. Two decades of shows or something. I don't
1: know how that works. It's really exciting, though. I When we first started yeah. this, I don't know if we... Thought we were gonna ever get to a place where it was like this well established. It's so going soon. so fast. Well, we're only twenty episodes in. we got we just hit over two thousand listens.
2: Yay! We just
1: got added to Google Podcasts. Yay! We are at ten reviews and our goal is thirty. And Yay. we have three hundred and sixty-five listeners on Instagram Yay. in twenty episodes. So that's awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. That's
0: super
1: awesome. That's exciting.
0: It's very exciting. (laughs) So other than our awesome podcast, what's new with you guys this week?
1: So I wanted to tell all of our listeners that right now I'm taking a young adult literature class and I have to write all these different um, book reports on different young adult novels that have won different awards and four of them are Marissa Meyer which is very exciting for me but also yay Marissa Meyer's an award-winning author Woo! (laughs) so yeah it's really exciting I knew Mm -hmm. that she was a very talented author I didn't realize how many awards she had won so very exciting
0: very Uh, yeah I have not written a book report since I was 12
1: Oh, yeah. this is actually the first time I've had to write book reports at all. I have, wow. Yeah. We never had to write book reports. I didn't either. I had to take tests on books. We had to take tests on books. We had to write like essays about books content, but not like an actual book report where you give like, the way that this works is because it's for like library planning. So like things that you would do to encourage young adults to come into the library and read. So you have to come up with like a good summary synopsis that would get people to want to read the book. And then you have to come up with, yeah. And then you have to come up with like a bunch of activities that could go with the book. So like the last one I did was on a book called The Testing, which is a dystopic future book. That's amazing. I actually read the whole thing in one day because I just could not put it down and I can't (laughs) wait to go get the second and third one. But so for that one, I said that it would be fun to do like, survival activities like teaching teens what plants are edible and how to recognize if water is safe to drink and things like that because every time I read those types of books like Hunger Games and Divergent and stuff I'm just like blatantly aware of how unprepared I am to get tossed in the wilderness with nothing but a knife and like hope and dreams and stuff
2: <laughs> maybe they'll <laughs> like, let you take a seer class a what a seer class it's a survival class for the military <laughs> I would try I mean you I know. Have-
1: You'd probably I cry. Know a little bit. Why would I cry? You have to kill a rabbit. Oh, yeah, I can't kill a rabbit.
2: Yeah, that's part like of it. I can't do that. I probably wouldn't cry. I'd probably throw up. <laughs> do you have to eat the rabbit that you've killed? Yes. And you also have to yeah. eat ants and other insects and find...
1: I don't know why I'm totally okay with killing and eating ants and insects, but not a rabbit.
2: Because <laughs> we see rabbits as something cute. That's why. Have you it's psychological. Have you heard
1: of a cutitarian... No, I'm really sorry. I hope I don't offend any listeners that might be a cutearian, but I was a vegetarian for several years, and apparently, a cutearian is people who won't eat animals that they think are cute.
2: Oh, I'd eat anything.
1: So like they won't, so, so they won't eat like a pig if they think it's cute, but they have no problem eating chickens and cows and. I wish I could
2: eat the cow. I It'd just, be nice.
1: I just think that you can't have beef
2: uh beef really messes up my stomach i didn't know that
1: but yeah i just thought it was so strange i've never heard of that and then i read about it the other day and i was like that just makes if that's almost worse no
0: that's interesting
1: i mean would you guys eat a guinea pig no i don't want
0: to
1: eat a guinea pig no oh okay i'm not out (laughs) well quentin would eat a guinea pig yeah i don't want to eat any animals
0: I like the way the guinea pigs make those cute little noises, but also there's not a lot of meat on a guinea pig. I would probably eat a capybara.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. They're cute, though. If, if
0: I'm going to, like, traumatize myself by, like, making <laughs> myself murder something, it's it's got to be worth it. I don't just want, like, guinea pig meat. I want, like, a full meal, like, capybara.
1: Okay. All right. I feel that. Yeah. Welcome back to uh, Survival
2: Podcast, how to <laughs> How to eat cute animals. How to eat cute um, animals? <laughs> Ashley, yeah. how was your week? My week was, <laughs> I was tired for the whole week. I couldn't fall, I would fall asleep, then I couldn't re-fall asleep when I woke up in the middle of the night. But today was a really good day. I got to help assist retiring the chief of my squadron, and I was a part of the retirement ceremony. I was the proffer which just gives everybody the fancy little decorations and sheets of paper that say, hey, look, you retired. We appreciate your service in the military and all that stuff. But I also got coined. That's exciting. Him. So he gave me a little coin. It's a little chief's coin. Coins are all exciting. Yeah, they are. So. How was your day, your week, Becca? Uh, it was good. I think I need to take this
0: survival class, though. <laughs> <laughs> We've, we moved last week. Oh. Um, so we're all settled in at the new campground, but once again we do not have a water hookup.
2: Oh no. Um, and then,
0: yeah, so I'm getting used to that, but the other morning I again got in the shower, got all shampooed up, and ran out of water. Oh no. <laughs> I... So this looking camper is um it has its challenges. I there's a learning curve and I'm not going
1: to see I that kind of stuff I'm okay with because when i was growing up we were like we were super poor there were times when we didn't have running water and electricity at the same time there were times when we would go camping which is just code for we were in between homes and so we were like illegally popping tents in the public Hmm. parks in the middle of town and stuff so like i know how to deal with some of that stuff the biggest thing that quentin and i talked about the other day is i can be hungry quentin cannot be hungry Quentin turns into a right little asshole when he's hungry. He is those Snickers commercials. Yeah. I'm okay with being hungry. Well, you know that. I fast. The longest I've ever fasted is like 28 hours, and I was fine. So I can be hungry and, like, survive. I'll probably complain, but I'll be okay. Quentin cannot be hungry. So he was like, see, I would survive just fine because I can't be hungry, so he would just go kill all the animals until he found food. (laughs) I would just rely on scamp. Because he always kills animals when Quentin goes out of town to feed me. Because <laughs> he thinks I'm going to starve when Quentin goes out of town.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you were going to eat Stan.
1: <laughs> Have you met me?
0: Yes, that's why I was so
1: confused. <laughs> no, I am not going to eat my child.
2: <laughs> Mary Jane would like oh, a nice gosh. stew. Oh my What? <laughs> she would. Oh, don't. I, Is that. That's my cat. Awesome. That She's a thick girl. girl. She's my
1: best girl. friend. If you but murder I... and eat that cat, it would be quick. She's I'll save you, Mary Jane. She's I gonna be tasty. Uh, this is so wacky. <laughs> All right, so we are at twenty episodes. Yay!
2: Yay!
1: Yay. <laughs> 20 episodes, uh, 2,000 downloads, we just got added onto Google Podcasts, and we have 365 followers on Instagram, so thank you, everybody, for listening.
0: 365?
1: Yes, so almost 400.
0: It's, that's how many days are in a year, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, one a s- subscriber per day for a whole year, so we just need one-fourth of a subscriber <laughs> to get through the leap years.
1: Yes. And we'll have such a wonderful number. And we have, we our goal is to get to thirty reviews by the time we finish reading Cinder, which will be in December. And right now we're at ten, so we're te- like we're getting there. We're a third of the way there. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Twenty more guys. Twenty more. Yeah, just like the episode. Just like- it's a twenty episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so.
1: Last week's Fan Art Friday was um, of Lavana and it was posted by Angela underscore Wong underscore art on Instagram. She's also one of the contestants that entered a logo for us for our logo art contest, so that's very exciting. And
2: her art is really, really beautiful. I actually follow her because she's an artist, and I'm like, cool, let me look at their art, and then show it to my husband. Be like, look, Art. And, yes, it's it's a whole thing. But I really like this picture. It's got a golden moon in the background. It's got her scary tiara. Which and the kinda, veil. And the veil. The yeah. tiara reminds me of Dementors. Don't ask me why, but it kind of does because it's kind of, like, really dark and, like, creepy. Yeah, but Dementors don't have tiaras. They don't, but the tiara itself embodies Dementor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think
0: the probably could wear a tiara if they wanted yeah, to they
2: yeah
1: could. they can wear whatever they want to
2: <laughs> body positivity <laughs> um i
1: really like the golden moon in the background and mm-hmm. that Lavana is just black and white with this huge golden moon in the background i think it sets a really nice contrast to the whole picture what did you think becca it's
0: lovely i agree i love all this art you guys this is this is so cool. People making things. It's just cool. Yeah. Go out, make stuff.
1: I love it. Oh, okay. Before I forget, I did want to clarify something because I got a message about it this week. And, um, okay, so for fan art, there aren't really any rules for Fan Art Friday. If you want to submit something, we're going to share it. The only thing is we're spoiler free. So if you submit something from a character we haven't met yet, I'm just going to hold on to it until we meet that character.
0: The only other rule would be it has to be your art or you have to give credit to the actual artist.
1: Credit, but also permission. If you send Mm -hmm. me, because I've had that before. I've had someone before send me like, hey, I found this artwork. It's really great. I don't know the artist. And then I took the time to track down the artist. And then the artist let us share that artwork. So if you can't find the artist or you know the artist, you're more than welcome to send it to me. I will do the legwork and try to find whoever the original creator was.
0: Absolutely. Yay. City. Hey. So speaking of fan art, um, we mentioned our logo art contest and submissions are due in just a few weeks. We have until October 15th to yep. get those in. Yep. So check out the details on Instagram or I'm assuming on our website.
1: Instagram, our website, Facebook, everywhere. 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 You can find us. But the the rules are – there really aren't any rules. Submit it by October 15th um, and give credit to everyone who participated. So if you work with a partner or someone who helped you, you know, digitalize it for a computer or something, make sure you give them credit. And you can do as many submissions as you want. Just make sure that your name is somewhere on there so we can give credit to you for all of them because – you know, if I get like ten submissions from the same person, I'm gonna have trouble keeping track of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, we've only gotten four right now. Yeah. Um. So, but I'll they're all them. lovely. They are really lovely. They are all fun.
2: lovely. They're great.
1: I know. I keep thinking I have a favorite, and then we'll get a new one. I'm like, oh, now I don't know which <laughs> one. To, I don't know which one to pick now. It's funny. So we, we are added on to Google Podcast, but I'm still waiting to hear back from iHeartRadio. And I will announce it on Instagram. I announced it this morning when we got the email for Google. Yay. Google took like 10 days, I think. So, uh, yeah. But remember, Becca, when you and I first started, we had to wait for forever for iTunes to approve it. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be the yeah. same thing. So we're waiting on iHeartRadio right now. Um, yeah. And then we're going to be in... That'll give us like eleven different platforms.
2: That's a lot. That's People a lot. can
1: listen in so many places. Podcast Addicts, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Listener Notes, Castbox, Google, and our and you can listen through a direct link on our website. That's nice.
0: And I like that. Coin.
1: And Podcoin, which is my favorite podcasting network now. <laughs> and Podbean. I think that's it.
0: So yes. most of the places. So most, most of the places, places. yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yes. Okay. So lots of places. But we did get a listener com. And it is from Breeze Afterglow on Instagram, who wrote to us a glowing review a couple weeks ago. I have a question. Do you guys think that Cinder's lie detector is truly a lie detector? Parentheses. Because truth is black and white, but also not. Like, what if somebody actually believes unicorns exist, (laughs) Bethany, and says they do? Would Cinder's lie detector go off? question mark question mark question mark and parentheses how does her brain determine a lie I just cut up on all the chapters that's in all caps that all, all caps sentence. and <laughs> <laughs> exclamation points four of them so they know their business can't wait to, for the next for the next ah another four exclamation points and heart breathe yay yay so Thank real you. quick unicorns do exist they're
1: called rhinos. <laughs> It's the only unicorn I have right now, but it's all I'm going to cling to. Someday, I will find a real unicorn, and it will not just live in my heart, but (laughs) I wish they were real.
0: We were watching um, on PBS Kids, there's this show called Dinosaur Train, and my kids are obsessed, and... This little pterodon family, which pterodons are not even dinosaurs, they're pterodons, and I get mad, but um, <laughs> they, go and they visit the different time periods and like learn about different types of dinosaurs. And one of the episodes that we watched recently was about pterosaurs, I think is the word, uh, like the Triceratops. Yes. Okay. And they were talking to a relative of the Triceratops that had like five horns. Like five, you know, because Triceratops tried three. This one had five, and the five horned Triceratops was like, Yeah, I'm a this, I have five, blah, blah, blah. But there's like, I have all these cousins that have like different numbers. So maybe unicorns wore one horned Triceratopses.
1: That would be so a- cool. I can't sure. remember the name of it. I can't remember the name of it, but there's a theory that nothing is fantastical. I forget what it is, but there's a theory that nothing can be fantastical because we had to have found, um, like, origins of it somewhere. So, hippogriffs aren't fantastical. We just don't exist at the same time. And things like that. Parallel oh, universes.
0: Like, when you dream and you see faces in your dreams.
1: They're faces of real okay. people.
0: Yes, they're all real people that you've actually seen, like whether you know or recognize them or not.
1: Because it could just be somebody you like ran into at McDonald's. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Maybe everything that we think up is something that we've seen. So, in a
1: past life, Phoebe would say it happened in her past life.
2: Oh. I don't get faces on my dreams.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We are off on so many tangents. Whoever listens and. I've had like fifteen different people who've messaged me and say they think our tangents are hilarious. So
0: this <laughs> one's for you guys. <laughs> but okay, but Bree has such a good question though.
2: Yes, I think so. I love. I... They say that they're <laughs> indicators, like when you lie, but those aren't That's... always a hundred percent. There's a gray area. That was with my that thought
1: out. too. Was like because you can fool an actual lie detector, lie detector test like yeah, poly, polygraph polygraph mm-hmm.
0: polygraph polygraphs are complete flimflam. plan like they've been disproven
1: well but i just meant in general like the way that we as humans right now our capabilities of lies of detecting lies right. is based off of like you know sweat body language facial expression tone of voice things like that so if that's how her lie detector works then yeah there's mm-hmm. gonna be some
0: and what? also Ooh. like they call it a lie detector not a truth detector And I I think that that's a thing. You know, like, I think that that means something.
1: I didn't think of that at all.
0: To lie is to lie. But the truth is out there, right? So the truth is the truth. And then also, though, Brie says that the truth is black and white. And the thing is, like, yeah, it is. But also, like, perspective matters. It does. Right? So, because perspective matters, and because, like, it's a lie detector, not a truth detector, I think if somebody does know that they're lying, or if they truly, like, really believe what they're saying, it would not go off. Like, you know, like, when people say, like, hey, how's it going? And you think that things are fine, and you say fine, and things aren't fine. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it would go off. Even yeah. if, like, I believe that, like... What Without
2: the, the introspective. So we know that she is lunar, right? And we've, we've experienced her issues with the queen already. Yeah. What if it's telling the bioelectricity and determining if that was a lie? Well,
1: maybe, but we saw her notice that Kai was lying and he's not lunar. But and she's talked to Dr. Erlon and he's not I lunar. I thought it went in so there that it
2: talks that... Everybody is, everybody has bioelectricity. Or is that not a thing? Did I read that wrong? No, everybody, everybody has bioelectricity. What if it reads that and says that what you're putting out is a lie? You're, That's a you're,
1: possibility, but we're not given any scientific evidence that we emit bioelectricity by lying.
2: True, but, I mean, it could be a theory.
1: It could be a theory. I think that yeah, the think glamour, glamour is a lie. The glamour... So the glamour is Lavanna's projection of what she wants herself to look like, not what she actually looks like. So it's a lie, and that's why the lie detector went off. Lavanna has to forcibly, I don't know the entire way that this gift works in the stories yet, but I'm sure we're going to get more information later. But as far as we know right now, the way the glamour works that Dr. Erlon described, she is projecting what her image of beautiful is. She knows what she really looks like, and she's focusing on how to make herself look better yeah. yeah so in order to mm-hmm. do that she has to lie and that's why the lie detector test went off uh-huh. yeah I yeah I think I completely agree with Bree's theory I think if you think you're telling the truth then the lie detector test is not going to go off uh-huh. I don't because know like Becker said it's not
2: a truth detector yeah it's not a truther Hmm. Um, I had to do that once. <laughs> okay. The younger kids will laugh at that, that comment I think it's from like Sweet Life or something like that Oh she's
1: just calling us old oh, Becca thanks
2: oh. <laughs> Well you guys weren't watching
1: Disney Channel before. You don't know I watched High School Musical two weeks ago
2: <laughs> You just got it from, <laughs> Didn't you yeah, yeah I love High
1: School Musical I don't care if I'm 29
0: But Sweet Life is with the kid who played Ben Yeah And then was big daddy right Yeah
1: Sweet so you like the, of the Zach and Cody? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I at least am aware of it from my babysitting day.
1: <laughs> the best one was Wizards of Waverly Place and Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire is coming back. Okay. Lizzie McGuire
2: is the best, just hands down.
0: I did love Lizzie McGuire. I was way too old to be watching it, but the day that movie came out, I saw it in a the theater with, like, a big old group of, like, my college friends and, like, my professor's kids.
1: Oh that's my awesome. gosh, That's awesome.
0: It was great. <sighs> it was great. Ugh. anyway so we oh, also God.
1: have um a review this week from simone casman and little sneak peek um before becca agreed to do the show i actually interviewed a couple different people to be my host and simone was one of them oh so and we'd still like to have her on an episode at some point as a guest whenever she's free mm-hmm. so big shout out to simone Cassman for giving us a review becca would you like to read it
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Simone. Okay. Um, Prince Kai pod is the best with two exclamation marks. I love listening to you guys talk about one of my favorite book series. What I love about this podcast is that we take a closer look at the craftsmanship of Marissa Meyer and actually become interested in the character's journeys. Can I just say, I'm sorry, I love her use her proper use of apostrophes thank you Simone (laughs) 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 sorry it's so fun to read along with you guys and obsess over the fun easter eggs that are hidden throughout the story wonderful podcast I would definitely recommend
2: thumbs up yay yay so big Uh, thank you okay
0: so I knew that Simone Cassman was amazing because I see every post on the Facebook yes (laughs) She's like the first liker, and it just makes me so happy every time to see the name. And um, thank you for the proper apostrophe (laughs) on character that (laughs) warms my
1: heart. So anyways, big thank you to Breeze Afterglow for emailing us and Simone Kassman for giving us that beautiful review. And sorry for 29 minutes of tangents, but we really are (laughs) going to get into the episode now. Chapter 24.
2: Which is a big one. It's a huge Ashley, tell us where we left off last week. We left off with Kai. And he had just gotten Nancy Nancy back. And my favorite part on that page, on that very last page, is she did not mention any ball that Nancy Mm. tells him. (laughs) He's like, "Mm, all (laughs) grumpy about it. (laughs) But, yes, he's gotten his reunion with his faithful hand, Android. And now we're back in Cinder's perspective. We are back in Cinder's. And the very
1: first thing that I wrote down was, why is Quillen's um, italicized? Oh, that's a good one. Because it's been mentioned in previous chapters.
0: Has it? Yes, we have. Yeah, because
1: yeah, Ashley hasn't looked it up since we didn't know what it was.
0: I, yeah, I did as well. And I wondered, I'm like, is this italicized because there's a glossary at the back or something? But I didn't I didn't seem to find one in my book. but No. Um <laughs> I googled it. I don't know why is it italicized.
1: I have no idea. I thought it was strange that it was italicized
2: because we've we've ran across it before. We have. Yeah. Maybe it's just making making a point of it, like a point that we it was it was mentioned before and all their technology in them, and just she's very aware of them, like scanning her and such. Oh,
0: Jesus. Suppose, do you suppose that it's italicized, like, the way that we would use air quotes? Because, like, they're um, Quillens, right? So it's an Asian gargoyle. Right. Right? Right. But these are monitoring devices. These are, like, hidden cameras. These are nanny cams, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's why they're moving. So maybe it's, like, her way of doing air quotes is to italicize.
1: I think that's yeah. a very good point. I didn't think of that at all.
0: Because they're not just quillins.
1: They're also robos.
0: They are. And They're I'm so textbook. sorry, but can we get back for one second to the very, the second half of the very first sentence of this chapter? Because the coolness from the so- stone soaking into her t-shirt. I'm sorry, but Marissa Meyer and her imagery.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, you just are there.
1: It's the like, same as, like, everywhere. using the word musty or August or... Yeah, she's very talented in that margin being able to really with, with what five words?
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So she's standing outside the palace.
1: Yeah. She's questioning so her she's Yep, and she's questioning her her lunar status and her shell diagnosis and yeah. she's wondering, you know, maybe Dr. Erland was wrong maybe mm-hmm. he
2: was lying maybe he was mistaken all sorts we did of
1: words we did get during the conversation that she had with dr erlon where he told her she was lunar there was a lie detector moment but we didn't know what for mm-hmm. it did right. not happen when he said the words lunar it like randomly happened throughout the chapter and she was mm-hmm. like you're lying and he's like no i'm not and the lie detector went away So I think maybe that's where she's like, whoa, he must have been mistaken. And that's where that, you know, orange light came from or something. She's trying to rationalize her way out of it.
2: Goes back to our question that we got. Yeah. Honestly, like, how does that lie detector work? Yeah. How it do, though. How it do. I like how she's like, I need to know the truth. Well, she does nothing. (laughs) Nothing but the truth. That's how I read it. Oh, I didn't read it
1: like that. I just read it as, like, her inner monologue.
2: Uh, I was like, Dr. Irland is over here. You can't handle the truth. (laughs) I had a whole scene play in my head yesterday when I was reading the the chapter. Uh, Yeah, it was a whole thing. (laughs) Oh, that's yummy. So
0: an android comes and fetches her because Prince Kai wants a word. Yeah, I wrote,
1: I wrote, the white android approaches and says, follow me, (laughs) swoon, <laughs> but she's so terrified it's about Lavana, yeah,
0: right, yeah, like right before this, she was trying so hard to get into the palace, and yeah. then Lavana sees her, and she's like, oh no, I don't want to go talk to him,
1: but nancy yeah. did nancy um kept her word, she said she was gonna bring Prince Kai, and she did she did she did
2: she did. she's
1: she's a good lady,
2: that nancy. I like that she's finally realizing that she should panic around Queen Levana.
1: Yeah, finally. Finally.
2: Yeah, um,
0: she definitely, I mean, obviously she has trust issues with Dr. Irland, and that's like, it makes sense because his lie detector randomly goes off,
2: he, you know, but. They did inject her with like, deadly a, disease. Uh, yeah, a disease. So it makes sense that she'd yeah, be with little, little green blurry. fireflies.
0: Yeah, that's true. If somebody injects you with basically the plague, you probably should have trust issues with them after yeah. that, huh? Did but, anybody else
1: notice the gold shiny doors? Because that automatically made me think of, like, the gates opening to heaven. I didn't. I didn't at all. Mm-hmm. She's talking about walking up to the palace and how the the doors are made of solid gold and the sun is shining on them so much that it's blinding and then they open. And it made mm-hmm. me think of, like the golden, the description of the golden gates of heaven. Okay. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Nearly blinding with the sun glinting off their sheen That's what it
2: says. Is what has been told of what heaven would look like. Yes, I can see that. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I know. I'm just uh, okay. reiterating in my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been there. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> It goes, the just,
1: it goes with some of the descriptions we've heard in literature about heaven. I have not yeah. been there. <laughs>
0: oh, dear. Oh, yeah, and she is so nervous about running into Queen Levana that she can't even enjoy this gorgeous lobby that, that is described.
1: But yeah, like but water. I love the description of Prince Kai. I picture him just like <laughs> leaning like... Like leaning against the pillar with his arms folded across his chest and like one leg up and one leg down and just like waiting on his girl.
0: <laughs> but he's so tired and worn out and stressed and his dad died like five minutes ago. And I know.
1: He's got a lot going on. He's between
2: a yeah, rock and a hard didn't place.
0: Even not smile at her. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just the the description of. When he sees her and almost smiled, but not one of his brilliant, carefree smiles.
1: Like, carefree uh, Kai is gone, uh. and potential Emperor Kai is here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. It's
2: heartbreaking.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: Uh. I wrote snarky comments about you, too. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, see, he needs to know why it happened and why she malfunctioned. Seven exclamation points. <laughs> oh, yes. Because you guys were like, no, they don't have investigative teams. It's fine. He doesn't need to know. And
2: I was like, no, he needs that information. <laughs> I, I put that you did the right thing. You did the right thing, Cinder. Like, ultimately, like, so I'm a Slytherin by trade. So, like, i probably keep that information to myself and just go on my merry way You wouldn't
1: report it to your superiors. You would just be like, eh, my secret. I'm Slytherin.
2: What do you mean by state secrets? She heard state secrets. Probably. You wouldn't tell anybody? I would probably tell them, here's your android. Bye. I did my job. I would report it. I
0: I think that you have a misinterpretation there of what it means to be Slytherin.
1: Well, she's saying that she wouldn't tell anyone because that's what Slytherins do. I don't,
0: I don't think that that's Slytherin.
1: I don't think so either. It,
0: it would depend.
1: Only if it was for it personal gain. Yeah, personal gain right would ahead. have to be. A, Ambition. Yes. So what are you gaining out of it? She's going to sell the secrets for money. Mm,
2: I'd never do that. Then
1: you're. That's what Slytherins would do, though.
2: I know, but I would oh, okay. sell it. I would use it for personal gain. Yeah, but not in monetary value because I don't okay. value money that way.
0: Yeah, but yeah, because maybe what you're gaining out of it is just like you know, some evil person doesn't come in and like take over your country
2: or something. Hmm. You know, persuasion okay. factor. Yeah, you can persuade yeah. people into if you have more knowledge than they do, you can persuade them into a. Potential alliance with you. And so you would it. use the information then. I would use it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have told him. Yeah, I don't get that. If he hires you to do, if he hires you, he didn't you, hire me to find secrets off of Nazi. He hired me to fix her. I fixed her. That's it. That was our agreement. I'm like trying to
1: think back to the chapter. I feel like. I feel like if I found a like virus on my computer, and I don't know how it got there and I went and had it fixed, and someone gave it back to me, I would want to know how it got there so I could avoid it in the future. I would, expect them, I would expect them to give me that information, though. That's not like me as a Ravenclaw. That's like me as a consumer. I expect that from the person that I'm paying.
0: Right, but, like, a, a the average person would want to know, like, okay, hey, what do I need to do to avoid this? But you as a Ravenclaw, I've met you. You would want to know... Why'd you get it? How'd you get it? Yeah. Where'd it come
1: from? Like, you need to know everything. Yeah, you know all like the D's. But he's asking, like, but he needs to know at least why she malfunctioned, right? Like, this is his bestie. This this Nancy is his bestie. Why wouldn't he want to know that?
2: True.
0: Yeah. I don't even know
2: what we're talking about. Decom chip. The decom
1: chip. He he wanted to know what happened to Nancy and why she malfunctioned. Uh huh. Yeah. That just my opinion on it. I just I don't know. I think he deserves. I, I think he deserves to know, especially if he's gonna ask.
2: I honestly really really love that we find out later on in a little bit more in this that he didn't actually install it. That was slipped in there. I think uh-huh. she knew that in inside she probably did like because Nancy
1: was was like I don't need one of those yeah yeah right.
2: but I like that it was confirmed right I kind of yeah. didn't even think well, of I'm
0: that also, like he doesn't seem very like tech savvy so I wouldn't expect him to like know how to put it in there anyway you That's know That's fair
1: I mean I'm not yeah. super tech savvy but I know how to change a SIM card so yeah
0: I mean he essentially can't can change a SIM card
2: I built my own PC. My husband's built his PC. Yeah, Quentin builds PCs yeah. all the yeah, time. Yeah, Quentin does it too.
0: I think as well, but I, yeah, a lot of people I know, I mean. Yeah, they can't do my, that kind of
2: stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing that I wrote, just because it was funny when I wrote it, now I'm not sure if it's funny. He wants to go for a walk. And she immediately is like, she's immediately like, oh, no, I'm not supposed to be near Levana." So I wrote Kai or death, light, or death by Lavana. Hmm. How about a nice stroll? Yes. Yep. She'd rather walk <laughs> with Kai. She doesn't care if she dies. It's fine. At least I'm with the prince. <laughs> At least I die
2: happy. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, you know, 16-year-old logic there. Yes. Death. I mean, that's, that's
1: 29-year-old that logic. Fun. I'd walk. I'd go for a walk yeah. too. At that point, you're already there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've I've gone. To <laughs> juices. Oh,
2: bye. I don't want to die. Toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, she
1: find, she tells him why Nancy c malfunction and that there was a yeah. direct com installed in her. And she asks him, "Oh, you didn't install this DCOM. And he says, "No," and he says, "Why would someone install a DCOM?
2: Why? Why indeed, Kai? Why indeed? Um, Why?
1: They're like such cute little co-conspirators walking and whispering down the hallway about state secrets and decom chips, Right? Oh my god.
0: All these workers are just like wandering around too. Like they're not in a private anything, which is interesting.
1: Oh, I took notes. There's seven gloves. Are there seven gloves? In yeah, this I took chapter? notes. There okay. are seven um, mentions of her glove in this chapter.
0: Yeah, I caught there's off. a glove right at the top of page 20. I wondered if we were still
2: counting.
1: Yeah, there's. I okay. took a note just in this chapter. I took a note. There were seven times it was mentioned.
2: I had a purring baby on me, so reading was like mostly cat on the book, and then I'd have to like <laughs> refix like, I it. Think and then you cat. write
1: in your book. I do. Which is blasphemy. I take notes in a notebook, and so Gaze. Gaze. doesn't that make you
2: want to cry? There's a yikes on there too.
1: Yeah, that makes me want to cry. So in my notes, like this, you can see my notes: gloves, 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 okay. gloves. Yeah, gloves. So you could just
2: write, read. So it. I could
1: just be like one, two, three.
0: <laughs> with And I just take my notes by texting my notes to Bethany. That works. <laughs> <texting laughs> So he just gets these strings of, like, texts and
2: emails that are, like, 50 pages long. But I like it because oh, then is.
1: I can think about it while I'm reading. Yeah. That's, so that's it's, it's
2: very helpful. Yeah. I have to do it yeah. this way because I have a – I'm sitting. I've got a baby here, and all I have is one hand to do everything. Yeah. We are
1: way off topic again. Oh, my okay. gosh. Okay. <laughs> Where were we? We were talking about DECOM okay. chips. Okay. They're conspirators and using the DECOM chips. Oh, yeah. And, and
2: talking about – um, state secrets. Yeah, yeah. Kai finally
1: realizing he shouldn't be talking about this shit so loudly in the hallway.
2: Yeah, I feel like the workers are just like la la la, not hearing anything. La la la. I don't think they're around. paying attention in the slightest. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs>
1: oh yes, I don't think people are listening to his conversation with Cinder because he's just walking down the hallway with her and they're having a private conversation while all of these other people are walking around with each other also having private conversations. That's what I was saying.
0: But so they're talking about this decom, and they, Cinder doesn't know who put it in. She's telling him, like, she tried to initiate it, but it wouldn't, nobody was there. And then...
2: it.
1: And then Kai freezes.
0: And she tells him...
1: That she knows what
0: he was looking for. Yep. Yeah. Bum, bum. <laughs> bum.
1: And and then she describes the chip, and Kai's face goes bloodless. Ee. Shimmering. It's lunar. It's lunar, and he says her minion, Sybil. Sybil. Yeah. Sybil the minion. Oh, I love Sybil. The minion probably put it in there. Civil soap. <sighs> Cringy. So again, his royal demeanor is gone. They get into, they're walking, they're walking, they're talking about all this information, they get into the elevator, and as soon as the elevator doors close, his guard <sighs> is completely down. It is. He, he starts yeah. lounging, he lets his facial expression go, he's got his hands in his pockets, you can tell he's completely stressed out, and I just can't reiterate this enough that they've known each other like 10 days. Like, not even 10 days. Not even 10 days. Not even 10 days. This is, like, their fourth interaction. None of their interactions have been longer than, like, 15 to 20 minutes. Most of them have been with other people around them. And he is Mm -hmm. just so comfortable around her. And she calls him out on it. Did you guys pick up on that?
2: I I didn't wear. She
1: was like, why are you telling me all of this? We barely know each other. And he's like, you're just easy to talk to. But at least someone is acknowledging the fact that the the crown prince should not be like oh yeah there (laughs) yeah why me oh well that's something no no no, no. that's about him asking her but she says i'll find it real quick yeah okay she's talking to him and she says look how much you care and you can really do all you can't really do all of this on your own she's like trying to reassure him about being a good emperor and he says, it isn't your problem to worry about. It's just dot, dot, dot. You're easy to talk to. And that's on page 228.
0: Oh, wow. You're way ahead. Okay. Yeah,
1: sorry. I was just thinking about that because at least somebody acknowledged it. That <laughs> 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 You shouldn't be telling all of this stuff to a stranger. All of secrets. Okay. Anyways. Um, I just like the description of him walking into the elevator and just completely, like, Emperor Kai is gone, normal, overwhelmed, stressed out Kai is just standing there. And just a reminder, you guys, he just found out that Lunar, that Levana has a cure and gave it to him a day too late to save his father and only Uh gave him enough for one person Yeah, and wants compensation for the rest of it. Yeah. I'd be stressed
2: out, too. Yeah, definitely. Maybe hair falling out Absolutely. at that point. <sighs> yeah. There goes my hair. What I really liked, and a little bit farther down from when his demeanor slides off him, uh, he says that he made a, pretty much a bad decision of letting Lavana actually face the uh, crowd, and mm-hmm. since the net screams once they get the info how quickly she she controlled this the, them, the protesters, that the city will be in chaos, which I put Will it though? Because with her powers, what we've seen, she can.
1: Only if quickly. she's out there. Only went, if she yeah. stays out there. So it's.
2: It makes we don't know how quickly
1: those powers wear off, but I'm guessing they wear off. I don't think those protesters are sitting at home and they're not angry anymore. I think that that I think that the gift wears off.
2: Okay. It's just one of those uh, things that I thought about.
1: Otherwise, why would she bother with any of this alliance bullshit? She would just control Kai to make him marry her now. Yeah. What do you think, Becca? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I thought the chaos that he was predicting would be the fear of people who weren't there seeing the effect that she had on the net screens and knowing that, like, she can control all of them. Yeah, because
1: this this only happened in New Beijing. He's got an entire empire that's going to see this. Yeah, that's a good point. And she can to see
0: the power that she
1: has. And she can't use that power over the net screen, so unless she's in... Everywhere. Everywhere. It's only going to be the people directly in front of her that she can manipulate. Everyone else in the rest of the country, yeah, they could be in complete chaos. Maybe, Yeah. Oh,
0: dear.
1: And then he's talking to her about... This is... This is like where I was screaming a few chapters ago because she's talking to him and she's like all nervous and worried about, oh, what am I going to do? He might ask me to the ball again and I don't know how to deal with this. And then he like loses it and he's like, what am I going to do with all these lunar fugitives that are running around my country? And this is where I lost my mind. Big picture, senders Like this is what I was freaking out a few chapters ago. She cannot. I know she's 16. But she is my protagonist. I need her to I need her to have some kind of senses of the big picture, and she's always focused on the the mundane things that I just she's not scared enough
2: i I can sympathize with her a little bit about not seeing the like the big picture'cause if you think about it like a lot of this stuff is like the first time that she's ever had to deal with it. Somebody for the first time is accepting her for who she is like, he doesn't know who
1: she is. She's been very keen on hiding who she is. Yeah.
0: But also, we're talking big picture. We're talking, like, universe-wide politics. Yes, yeah. And this is, this is a 16-year-old girl, mechanic, mm-hmm. living in the city who doesn't know she's important. Yeah. Right? So, I don't think that it's, surprising that she's not seeing big picture it says right when they go into the elevator that he was flirting with like, who's this girl in cargo pants or whatever i mean that he's herself what There's i nobody. was what
1: i was referring to is um she risked a glance at him he was staring at her hands cinder snapped them up against her check her chest checking the gloves but they were fine i realized that this is like a reflex for her that she's always nervous about the cyborg thing But he just told Uh her about Lunar Fugitives, and she knows she's one of them, and she's still freaking out about that glove and that metal hand.
2: I know. I just – I mean, that's just – I mean, we all have our things that we do. I bite my nails when I get really nervous.
1: But she she literally says that she doesn't want him to notice it.
2: Also, though, like,
0: she – I know that at this point – she knows that it's probably true that she's lunar because otherwise, you know, what reason would Lavana have to pick her out of the crowd? However, right, we know that she doesn't trust Dr. Erland. The glamour worked on her, so she's not the shell that he also said that she was, right? So, does she really believe at this point that the problem is that she's lunar? Does she believe she's, I mean, she she believes that she's lunar, but does she really believe that she's lunar? It took me like a year to accept that I was a Hufflepuff, not a Ravenclaw. Right?
1: I understand that, but in the same sentence where you're saying that, she's saying that she's a lunar. This is what it says. Cinder rubbed her right. arms, suddenly nervous. She was the reason Lavana believed Kai was harboring lunars. She hadn't considered that being noticed by the Queen could put Kai in jeopardy, too. So like she's acknowledging right. it in that in that moment, in that inner dialogue.
2: I just don't
0: know that it's sunk in or that she fully believes or understands what's happening.
1: I was just wondering I if she feels like know. cyborg is worse. I mean it's she's
0: length, and right?
1: that's why she's more worried about hiding that. And also because cyborg, I think, is a little bit more
2: noticeable on the outside obviously i think it would be worse for her because of all the social stigma that she's dealt with up to now
0: cyborgs are powerless
2: yes they're not people
0: yeah. lunars are scary
2: yeah yeah but they're people they're considered they're people people mm-hmm. lunars are considered people why do we call them lunars well i mean i'm not talking about like human, human. They're lunar, but but, like they have rights. They don't have to be part of the. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what
1: you're saying. Okay, I Yeah. No, I think that Becca, I think you said it very well just now. Cyborgs are powerless, and lunars are scary. Yep.
2: Very well said. Clapping around. Golf clap, everyone. Golf clap.
0: (laughs) So um.
2: (laughs) Where are we at after that? After Bethany's ridiculous rant. Um, well, so I wanted to I wanted to point out because you you mentioned the whole lunar thing in that whole paragraph. I put hashtag lunar issues, lunar issues. I <laughs> Just wanted to throw that out there. You need to get that trending. I do <laughs> lunar issues. And our lovely Prince Kai has asked her again, yet again, to the ball. This is only the second. Time. I know, but yet again, he's yeah. he's like he's getting kind of desperate over here. He's yeah, this like, is his please second please time asking her. her.
1: <laughs> he actually asks her the for the third time in this in this chapter. <laughs> this God. chapter,
2: he asks her twice. He does. He asks her privately, and actually, um, part of the quote, "I seem to get be getting more desperate by the minute." I'm like, yeah, you don't say.
1: See, I didn't. He, I heard that as like distraught, not as like goofy. Oh, I was like because mm-hmm. he's because he's stressed out, and he, and he says later on that he doesn't want to have to deal with Lavana at the ball. So I, when I read that, I read it as a lot more stressed out. And I was like,
2: please help.
1: Yeah, but not in like a cartoony way, is what I was saying. Oh yeah, I was I I felt the desperation when I read that.
2: Oh. <laughs> and she. Well,
0: asked. She says she can't go
2: because he yeah. yeah, she she tells a truth, a part of yeah. the reason why she can't go, and that's that made me sad. That that this was a whirlwind one chapter.
1: I do like him just kind of blabbering like through the whole conversation. He's like two hundred thousand other girls. What about me? Like he he just seems like he's rambling, and she's like excuse, and he's like more rambling, and she's like another excuse. Yep, and then. <laughs> And then he says, he, he says, come to the ball with me. And that's all he says. And that's when she brings up Peony. Yeah. And I feel so upset in that whole, that whole conversation about her and Peony and how she can't do that to Peony. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then mm-hmm. we get this magnificent line from Kai.
0: He started to nod but stops. Lavana thinks she can play me like a puppet. His brow crease. And it just occurred to me that she might be right.
1: Mm. So I wrote in my notes another quote, but I think that's my quote. That one? Oh,
0: yeah. I like that's that a quote one. a lot
1: better. Yeah. It's got doomsday yeah. written all over it. it you can yeah. feel your heart drop in that sentence. Yeah. She we get it? another
0: close here, but then I love this part. How easy it was to forget who she was speaking to and all the things he must have in his mind. She, it just... Ah, their little relationship is so cute. I don't it's know why. It's so but cute. That right there, just... I'm like, oh, she likes
1: him. They're so oh. familiar with each other without actually being familiar with each other. It's very, like, me yeah. cute. The If it wasn't for all of the death and political issues going on, this could be a romantic comedy.
0: Super, uh-huh. yeah. He's like, I you know, he's all stressed out and oh I feel like I'm going to ruin everything and she's like you won't and she wants to reach out to him and oh I just I, I really like this page it's yeah
1: and then she tells him she's gonna leave <laughs> yeah she's like <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna go to Europe yeah, yeah.
0: she feels no, mean, it's up and here. she's this like is, wanting it, yeah. to reach out to him and like telling him it's gonna be okay and then she's just like you so you have
2: advisors, and maybe I'm going to run off to of Europe. <laughs> like, this, it's such a
0: switch. It is such
2: it's a such... switch. It is. Yeah. Oh.
1: And then this moment where... Does anybody want to read the the, the passage where he almost kisses her? Because I reread it. I was like, that's not this there part? for... Yeah. I
2: thought it was... I just thought it was so well it. written. I'll read it. She ducked her head. Look, I know you're royalty and all... But people are probably getting really impatient for this L. Her breast snagged as Kai leaned forward. So close she was sure for a heartbeat he had meant to kiss her. She froze. A wave of panic crushing into her and barely managed to look up. I put right after that passage, first, quest, first kiss, question mark. Yeah, <laughs> like, i all wrote, excited.
1: I wrote, oh my god, they
0: almost kissed. But <laughs> not really.
2: Yeah. Because...
0: okay. Do we suppose that he's been, like, on dates? He has to have, right? If he's nothing
1: like, else, he's probably been set up on diplomatic dates, right?
0: Probably, yeah. But safe to assume Cinder has not.
1: Safe to? I would, I would be willing to to bet that Kai has had other relationships and Cinder has not had anything. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. kind of... What I was thinking, yeah. Because yeah, like
1: how old great. were you guys when you got your first kiss? And I don't mean like, you know, second grade Tommy kissed you on the cheek. Like when you got your first kiss, how old were you? It's funny you mentioned second grade. So Becca, were you like seven? Am I the only old person here? No, 15. <laughs> Fifteen. Me too. Me too. Fifteen. Okay, so wait, how old were you when you had your first like relationship? Um, I was allowed to have a
2: relationship until I was sixteen.
1: I didn't ask what you were allowed to do. Mm.
2: <laughs> Does your mom listen? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Are you gonna get grounded? Sixth grade, I had a boyfriend.
1: Sixth grade, you had a boyfriend.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, fifteen. <laughs> I Sixth grade. 15. Oh, I was fifteen when I oh, had my okay, first boyfriend. Okay, so you're
0: yeah. <laughs> I was on par with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when I was fourteen, I went out with Sean for six weeks. But that just meant that
2: I obsessively called him on the phone
1: every night, and then he broke up with me in band, like, in front of everybody. So, I had a, my first boyfriend's name was Adam, and I dated him for three years, and I had a crush on him for, like, six months before we started dating, and then I found out when we started dating that he'd had a crush on me for, like, a year, which made sense at the time, because... He had a dog, and he used to walk his dog in front of my house every day. <laughs> and then I found out where he lived, and he lived like two miles from my house.
2: That's
0: funny.
1: So he would do that just knowing that I might be outside.
0: <laughs> I still used to do things like that. Though. I stalked my paper boy for the for years. I stalked my paper boy. I would wait for the paper to come, and then like I would just happen to like go outside, and, get him. and I would like finish his route with him. Hey, were, me you, on Facebook
1: me, were you like huh? Rachel Green wearing like a skimpy black dress? Like, yeah, I'm just getting my paper. <laughs> oh, no, no. no,
0: I did not like put on my cheerleading uniform for
2: Joshua or anything. Oh my God. <laughs> you know. But
1: yeah, this is obviously, I think, I think 100% this is her first emotional Definitely. love type interaction with someone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So.
1: oh and he smells his soap um, did yeah. anyone else get harry potter vibes from that yes like like when when harry like smells a floral scent and it reminds him of the burrow and then it turns out it's jenny yeah jenny. yeah oh. I, I immediately thought of that when she said she smelled the soap i immediately was like <laughs> and something floral that reminded him of the burrow yep yeah Embrantia. oh yeah.
0: i love it Love it. Oh my gosh, and she's like almost close enough to count his eyelashes
1: And And then I wrote I know kisses can kill, but
2: whoa Whoa yeah. Because pain Yes, she gets into pain And I'm like ah. Why?
0: Why? Okay, thank you What happened? Because I don't understand what is going on
1: Okay, uh, I'm going it- to read it And then we'll try to figure it okay. out together okay. He craned his head Cinder couldn't move barely managing to wet her lips as her eyes slipped shut. Pain exploded in her head, raced down her spine. Cinder gasped and folded over, gripping her stomach. The world lurched. Acid burned her throat. Kai cried out and caught her as she stumbled forward, easing her onto the elevator floor.
2: The first time I read it, I was like, hmm, that sounds like the other chapter. And I read that and I was like,
1: hmm. Yeah, yeah, but we still don't have an explanation.
2: I
0: thought when Usher Erland made her in pain or whatever that he like disconnected her control panel or like
1: he was touching the back of her neck kai's not touching her her. true
0: you know how people say like oh i have all these ninja martial arts skills and if i touch you in like this pressure point then you'll like crumple or whatever well he was supposedly
1: the situation with dr erland was he was going to give her you know chiropractic and adjust her back
0: well no that was just his story after the fact
1: Right, 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 but I'm saying, like, we didn't get an explanation as to what really happened, because, mm-hmm. remember, the lie detector went yeah. off when he told Kai that.
0: Yeah. No, right, but, so, I always assume, since she was touching her net, and we know that she has chips and stuff, that he just pulled out her SIM card, or, like.
2: <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> pulled out her SIM card, I love it.
0: Well, you know, I mean, something like that, right? No, like, no more something. Why i'm confused now i'm like why is this happening with kai because he's not pulling out her sim card he's not even touching her. her yeah what's
1: the deal what cinder and then oh, this is so freaky can he see her retina display
2: i i caught that i caught that this time i
1: was like what the fuck I, is that what does he see he doesn't know he's like nope can't be that But she even, like, was her retina display showing? Yeah. And it kind of sounds like it was.
0: He gasps. He jerks away. His hand freezes inches from her brow. She's scared. Was her retina display showing? And then he's just like, it's it's nothing. It was was nothing. I was seeing Yeah. What was he seeing? Was it her retina display? Was it something else? I need to know. We need to just wrap this up so that I can read chapter 25
1: because i feel I like you know. i feel like it was probably her retina display and that's why he was like because you imagine if jerry passed out and you went to the ground to see what was wrong with him and you looked into his eyes and saw a computer
2: i'd be pissed at john for not telling me i would just be freaked out you don't normally see a computer in some i think i'd just be ah. mad i'd be like you used our precious resources on your eyes
0: but I would have thought that my first reaction would have been that it was just reflecting off of something. I don't think that it would have terrified me, make me gasp or anything. I would have just been like, oh, that's weird. Cause you know how eyes reflecting.
1: Yeah, but they're in an elevator. What are they reflecting?
0: Huh? <laughs> like the what? ceiling? The little <laughs> trap door with the cables in it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. But I just like wouldn't I don't know what he's seeing. Nobody I
1: knows. think he's seeing the way that it's described her retina display a few chapters ago, where it was like the green writing. Mm-hmm. I think he's seeing something like that. Her new I, would have,
0: I would have thought that that was not actual typing on the inside of her eyeball. I would have thought that it was virtual typing somewhere else inside her control panel that then gets like overlaid by her optic nerve onto whatever she's actually looking at.
1: So then why would she be worried that he could see it at all?
0: I don't know. Maybe. I, I, no, no, you I might could... not be
1: wrong. We don't know. This is where the chapter ends. Yeah.
0: Well, no, because she has worried before that, like, somebody can see the light or whatever.
1: She has. Yeah. And she mentions
2: it a couple of chapters. I would before. really,
1: really like to note the technological explanation for a lot of this stuff because, like, we talked about in that one chapter where she had music playing. Could everybody else hear it or was it mm-hmm. just in her head and – yeah, we did. There's not enough information for me. I want more information about this cyborg brain and how it works. Definitely, so I, I need, need to know how to how things work. Uh huh. I do.
2: Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. You can. what I I read a quote and I thought of you, Bethany, because you're my librarian friend, and it said, "Um, books are weapons. They and are." And then somebody was like actually using the book as a weapon, like um, doing that to Doctor
1: them. Who. Yeah, Doctor it's, Who says books are weapons.
2: But I'll yeah, look the, fire, my my actually, tongue. like, like it was going in. I did not see you twice. You jumped once. Sorry about that. But it was like, yeah, it was like, well, okay. So why I
1: jumped is because when I was a when I was younger and Facebook first became a thing, my dad would be like, "Hey, I'm on Facebook, huh?" and throw a book at your face. And he had a fantastic aim. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my dad's a jerk. What what a dad joke right there. It's such a dad joke. It's like a Ted Mosby joke. That's awesome. But, yeah. It's like when the dad buys the kid
0: the iPad. Yeah, my dad would totally do that.
1: When I was 12, my dad literally put a giant lump of coal in my stocking. Like a real lump of coal. God bless. That's terrible. Like he went to the railroad track with a hammer and got himself a lump of coal and shoved it in my stocking. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> Did you deserve it?
1: No, it was just supposed to be funny. I
0: had had, like
1: – so I already knew – okay, spoiler alert if you believe in Santa. um, when I, when I was 12, I already knew that Santa was my parents. Real. Yes.
0: Santa's real. <laughs> and so
1: my dad and I were talking the night before Christmas, and he said I needed to tell – I needed to help my – Mom set up some of the Christmas stuff for my sisters. And I said, "Not uh because I know it's not real. And so he put, he's like, oh, yeah? Well, I bet you there's going to be a lump of coal in your stocking tomorrow. And I was like, "Not uh there's a lump of coal in my stocking tomorrow. You know what that means? That means that my stubborn-ass dad went to the railroad tracks in the middle of the night with a hammer just to put a lump of coal in my stocking. <laughs> That's dedication, right to-
0: from barbecue. No, this it was, was like an
1: actual beautiful. lump of coal and it was like this fing <laughs> big. <laughs> that is how stubborn my father is. Santa is real,
0: he <laughs> drinks Diet Coke and he enjoys the cookies. <laughs> and he
2: lives in the North Pole. <laughs> this is why I get a lump of coal
1: because I don't believe. <laughs> you gotta believe. So we know, how are you guys feeling? The chapter just ended. I, I want gonna, sorry, to talk ahead. about
2: specifically on the end because I think Kai does something really, really noble and he he's trying to help her and he let's, because they're already go- going down to the doctor and he's like, let's see if the doctor can fit you in and try to help you. I thought that was really noble of him to like actually help. I just, I just liked it. I like that end point. I just realized I forgot something. Would you forget, hon?
1: Huh? When they're talking about Peony in the elevator, he has his hand in his pocket, and she can see him ball a fist in his pocket, and it's right before he says the puppet line. And mm-hmm. I forgot to say in my notes, I wrote, "Is his fist around the antidote?" Oh. Because he has the antidote in his pocket right now, and that is why he's on his way to see Doctor Erland. On the bottom of he his.
0: Hasn't
1: No. He just got it. He just got it. He just got it. He
0: should have delivered it before he went to Cinder.
1: Okay, so what happened? He delivered. He got it from Lavanna. They had their whole argument. Then Nancy shows up like, hey, I'm back. And Kai sees it as an excuse to leave. Remember that part? Yeah. Kai leaves with Nancy. Nancy sends a comm for Cinder. Cinder goes to the palace. It's been like maybe five minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. Since he got got the antidote,
0: it just seems like so long ago. I know,
1: because for us it was like a week ago. It was, yeah. But literally, it's been like five minutes since he got the antidote, and he's having this whole conversation. So he's not seeing the big picture either. He's having this whole conversation with her about peony, and then when she talks about her sister dying of the plague, and she says, "If by some miracle there's a cure, will you dance with my sister?" And he promises he will, and that's when he when he says the puppet line and then he has his she notices him have his hand in his pocket balled into a fist and I was wondering if his hand is around the antidote yeah oh
2: absolutely
1: yeah I can't I, oh I God, just realized I crazy. forgot all about that part I'm sorry
0: that <laughs> mm-hmm. is such thinking good writing because you miss it like a gazillion times
1: yeah and that's I, what I love I, about rereading these books is there's just so much going on it's like one of the best things about reading is when you can reread and still enjoy. Yeah. yes. Because there are plenty of books I've read, and I thought, this is a good book. I'm never going to read it again. I don't think I'll get any value out of rereading it. I just, I won't read it again. Mm-hmm. But these type, the types of books, you read again, and you notice new things. And I think that that's always... That's always gonna be. That's the reason books like that survive. That's why people still read Lord of the Rings. That's why people still read Harry Potter. That's why in twenty years people are still gonna be reading these books mm-hmm. because they're still gonna be trying to figure out everything that they miss. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I'm sorry. You just you reminded oh, me of that.
2: Well, that's okay. <laughs> I, like I said, I just thought it was kind of, kind of nice and noble of him to, to think. Oh well, we're going to the doctor anyway. Let's see if he can actually figure out what the hell's wrong with you. Yeah, it's pretty decent. That's what you should do. <laughs> I mean, that's what you should do, but you would be surprised on the people that don't do that. Bystanders that just don't do anything. Is he a bystander? That- not really. He's but- not really
1: a bystander. But he almost kissed her. <laughs>
2: he did almost kiss her. But
1: people, he's <laughs> not bystander like-
2: status. <laughs> people don't always help, and I like that he's helping. That was nice. To be fair
0: though, yeah. if I was about to kiss somebody and they like crumpled to the floor and were in super bad pain, I would literally run away.
1: Oh, I would take them to the hospital because they're crumbling to the floor in pain. I would too. I would
0: run. I would run away. I would be so scared. I would never talk to them again. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you guys, I'm terrible in an emergency. This is why it's good that I'm married to who I'm Married to, because he's so good. I mean, his 15 years as an EMT, like he would take care of it. Right? Yeah. Like he would. He would fix her. Uh, yeah. Or get her to the who could. I. I would just like either shut
2: down and be terrified or be terrified and run away okay i oh, mean yeah, but like i said like i said perfect example we got that becca. is a perfect example i just
1: was like why wouldn't you take her to the doctor she's gotcha. it's like la the date <laughs> but ashley what was your quote for this week
2: my quote for this week is on 229 and it is but then a sadness filtered into his gaze that's, uh, good one. Oh, that's
0: heartbreaking
2: I, that's why i chose it becca what was your quote
0: was going back and forth between two quotes because i thought i wanted to pick the really how much harm can one man possibly do on all on his own but i thought then maybe i would go on a tangent too bad about the harm that a man can do on his own if he's charismatic enough to get followers so i didn't pick that one i'm picking on page thirty two thirty. okay i'm sure this is horribly inappropriate but it seems that my life is about to be ruined.
2: Aww. Heartbreaking. I just
0: relate to that. Like, who hasn't had that thought that, like, screw it. Like, my life is over. I'm just going to go for it. You
1: know? Yeah. So my quote was originally, imagine there was a cure, but finding it would cost you everything. But while recording, I really think I like the puppet one better. Lavana thinks she can play me like a puppet. And it just occurred to me that mm-hmm. she might be right. That's just such a mu- that's a much more powerful quote. It is powerful. And isn't it just like her to puppet. be the puppet in this political,
2: or the puppet master?
1: Yes, yes. Thank you, puppet master.
2: Yeah. Who? Yeah, just. Should we go on an egg hunt,
0: Bethany?
1: There, I still need to find like a sound, like I know like... we need
0: like an egg cracking.
1: No, that's for if it hatches. We need, like, a... We need, like, chicken sounds. Like a chicken? Can you clock
2: it? <laughs> oh, wait, no, what? Oh, I can't remember what chickens make. I can't remember how to clock. Max, I we to just...
0: make chicken sounds.
2: Yeah, we just gotta learn how to make chicken sounds. I don't know. I can make turkey Max, sounds. We'll... It's like a... <sighs> no,
0: a Yesterday, at 6 o'clock in the morning, Max... Goes into our bedroom, gets in bed with Jerry, and starts reciting all of the animal sounds that he knows. <laughs> right? So he's like, moo, cow, neigh, horse, and he goes through all, danger noodle, you know, he goes through all of them. He does chicken.
1: We should get a recording of him doing a yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah. And then. I may try. Yes, and then I can insert that in here, and that'll be our chicken noise when I have eggs. I and like this. There are three eggs in this chapter, and I counted. The glo- gloves are mentioned seven times.
0: That's a lot in a, short a chapter.
1: Yup. Yeah. I am going through right now. I Since Ashley never did her homework assignment, the worst. I'm on chapter nine right now. And gloves is mentioned a lot. You guys are going to be shocked when I give you the real number. But anyways, um, next week will be chapter 25. Yay! And- oh, that is lonesome. All by Ann And don't forget that I did put our chapter schedule on our website. You can visit our website and check out what chapters are coming on which episodes. Yeah. And don't forget to send us your submissions for Fan Art Friday and our logo contest. Remember, the deadline for the logo contest is October 15th.
0: Yep. And we just need twenty more reviews to hit our goal of thirty by the end of Cinder. Yay. So hey, um, all of you three hundred and sixty-five, one person per day, minus a fourth for leap year followers. <laughs> can some of you review us, that'd be great. That'd yeah, be awesome. Definitely. And you can do that anywhere. So Apple Podcasts is great. Otherwise, wherever you get your podcasts or send us a DCOM or anything. Yeah. Yes. And we will read it. On the next
2: episode.
1: Yep. yep. It'll end up on our website, our Instagram, yeah. and our Facebook. It's on everything. Yeah. It's on every. Bethany just puts everything yeah. on everything. That's what she does. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And we are at Prince Kai PrinceKaiFanPod on all the things. Although, right, Instagram is like prince.kai.fan.pod.
1: Yeah, but I could change that if you want. Yeah,
0: whatever.
2: As well, I mean, people are finding us.
1: So if you type in Prince Kai um, Fan Pod, we're going to pop up. up.
2: <laughs> I just have to put Prince now.
0: And it's like,
2: yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, or
1: Prince at gmail.com? Yep. Prince at gmail.com. You can visit our website, Prince slash Wix slash Prince You can easily get to our website on our Facebook and on our Instagram. There's a little button on our bio that says Link Tree. And if you click on it, not only can you get to our website, but you can get to all of our platforms that you can listen to us on.
2: As well, I did a Google search um, two days ago, Oops. or maybe it was three days ago, whenever I had to email you all my books. Oh, okay. I did a Google search for the website to see what, what was popping up, and we're all on the first page of Google. So I didn't have to do anything. the For our
1: website or for other stuff?
2: Website, Facebook, and I think... Because
1: Quentin and I just tried that a couple weeks ago.
2: Yeah, it popped up automatically for my Google search.
1: I okay. put Prince That's Prince so Kai That's awesome. Yeah. Because yep. a couple weeks ago Quentin and I tried just for the website. We just typed in Prince Kai FanPod website and it wouldn't show up.
2: Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it
1: popped so up So That mine. is really exciting because that means that we're We're getting hits. We're getting
2: more and more established. Yes. And it That's is so so, awesome. so <laughs> fun little fact, I um needed to send Bethany a DCOM and I went on the website and I was just fiddling around on it I hadn't really deep dived into your website yet and our website and I really love it it's beautiful thank you and as well it's, it's taken like probably 50 hours of work <laughs> it's super easy <laughs> just to put your questions and comments or concerns yeah in I, put, I made
1: like a whole contact page and I even put a moon background on it yep, yep. I loved
0: it cool. yeah yep.
1: it's super easy to do that And keep an eye on our website page, our Facebook, and our Instagram because I have plans to add, it'll take a second, I'm going to add all the chapter quotes and I'm going to add like a little biography about each host when Becca and Ashley get done writing. (laughs) So keep an eye on our Instagram, our Facebook, and our website so you can see all of those little sneak peeks that I'm working really hard to add
0: join for chapter 25 next week yes and prince
2: kai fan pod yes we will definitely see you guys next week bye Bye. the passages read for you today are from cinder
1: by marissa meyer this podcast is hosted and produced by bethany finger today's special guests were rebecca baker and ashley leonard thank you for listening